Josh, can you give me a clean take of the... Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can you give me a clean take of the NBA on NBC so I can uh, up up the game from, from last episode? I think he's making it up now. <laughs> okay, that's that's all I got. All right, that'll work. That's perfect. Oh fuck. That's the intro, Joseph. Just launch into the pod. Yep. What's up, y'all? It's uh your boys, your basketball boys. It's no longer flat circle podcast. We're only talking about MJ. Uh, this has become an official uh, MJ Watch podcast. We're still looking at humans. We're just looking at superhumans now and how they keep getting it right and winning championships. I'm here. I'm still your host. Same format. Same four guys with Josh. And I'm going to throw it over to him. How are you doing, man? Oh, okay. How are you, Andre? I am also good. Uh, Hondo, me, and Joseph are all wearing the Bulls red tonight to celebrate uh, Michael Jordan being the greatest of all time. Uh, and I'll throw it over to the one person not wearing red, which is Adrian. I mean, Josh isn't wearing red. He's got red Jonas on. He showed me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> With MJ's face. Uh, no, I'm excited to talk about this episode, uh, or two episodes. I thought this had a lot more um, re- relevations, revelations, both both of those, uh, than the, the last two episodes. Um, and with that, I'll go ahead and uh, toss it over to Hondo. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this too. Um, all this talk about Jordan made me reminisce about my Jordan collection. Um, I still have a couple of shoes that I kept, so I started wearing them again. And I forgot how fucking heavy basketball shoes from the early 2000s were. Those things were like cinder blocks. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, definitely excited to keep talking about Jordan. So let's just, go. Just actually, imagine how good he really was. He was playing with cinder blocks on his feet. Dude, no, those things are so heavy and so inefficient. I still don't know how... Well, first off, I don't know how way back in the day they played in chucks. But then once they started getting with, like, the Jordan designs and stuff, those shoes just became... The more stylish they became, the more uncomfortable they were. But people still found a way to play in them. Like, it it blows my mind because they hurt. <laughs> Man, I love that... Um that part when he wears the Jordan ones in 1998 <laughs> and, and his feet are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I don't know if I like had a weird recording of that episode or not, but I remember seeing the story told in more detail, like on a clip from a, a promo that they did where he's like, yeah, my feet grew like a couple inches. That's why they were so small on me. And I was like, weird. First of all, pretty fucking crazy that your feet are still growing as a That you're like a man. grown man. Yeah. And yeah. your feet are growing. And it made a lot more sense because, like, he also said, uh, I wasn't going to take those fucking shoes off. I was having a good game. I was like, this guy is so next level. It's hilarious. I do want to start off the episode, though. Hondo, can you give us, like, a rundown of your uh, sneakerhead phase and uh, how you got into collecting Jordans in the first place? How old were you when you started? Do you did you have like pairs as you grew up in sizes, or did you have like the size feet you have now when you were a freshman in high school? 
Yeah, no, funny story. In high school, I uh, freshman year, I was 5'9", with a size 11 foot, and I was super happy because I was 14 years old saying, yeah, I'm going to grow tall. I'm super excited. I can't wait to be six foot. High school came and passed. I was 5'10". By the time I finished, I stopped growing, and I was really sad about that. But the good news is any pair of shoes that I bought, they fit me all throughout high school, which was really good. Nice. I started collecting Jordans, I think, when I was 15 in sophomore year. And the way that it worked was just any money that I got, I would just save up. I would buy the shoes, but I would be that kid that would... So you know how when people got brand new shoes, they wouldn't want to uh, bend their feet so that way they wouldn't crease the shoes? <laughs> so I started doing that a lot where I would just kind of walk with robot feet. And then a lot of the shoes that I bought, I actually never wore, as weird as that sounds. I would buy the shoes. I would pretty much put them in my closet, but I wouldn't even wear them because I didn't want to get them dirty or get them messed up. Well, but that's yeah, not I... weird, right? Like there's a whole subculture of people oh, for do sure. that with shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, treat, they treat them like mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering cards. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm starting to realize i have a weird I, a weird obsession with collecting random abstract shit it's, um, a, it's a healthy obsession uh, you could be obsessed with like i don't know killing people and that wouldn't be okay so <laughs> i feel yeah the things I, the things i find interesting collecting they at least appreciate unlike i guess human bodies right so that's that's a, that's a good thing human bodies definitely depreciate <laughs> <laughs> okay okay did you grow dude you grow out of that phase sorry did you grow out of that phase or um did you just like get into something else and yeah no i i definitely grew out of it i think after college i bought a few more pairs and i think i capped out at around 40 pairs of jordans holy shit yeah and that was that was just jordan so it throughout high school and then early college i was really into just buying shoes in general so i had five different pairs of white flat tops. I had five different pairs of white high tops. I just bought a shit ton of shoes. But after I'd say probably about 25, I think I just got kind of burned out on it. And then I just stopped buying them. And I actually ended up giving a few pairs away to my cousin when he got in high school and he got a lot of cool feedback because he's 18 now. I gave him five pairs of Jordans like two years ago and he still rocks them at school and he always gets props for like rocking retro Jordans. It's weird that I guess the, the brand Jordan hasn't been touched on a lot in the documentary documentary series. Like um, they kind of glossed over the the whole thing after just uh, his I guess pro- proclivity for Adidas before getting signed with Nike to to have his own brand. Um, I don't know. I guess I I don't know if it's supposed to be a bigger part of the story, but. I was going to say, I feel like they talk more about Jordan the player as opposed to Jordan the businessman. Like, they talk a little bit about his gambling habits because it ties into his playing, but... Well, I also mean, the murder of his father. <laughs> that he was solely responsible for. How did y'all feel about that uh, portion of it? Yeah, I think it had as much uh, coverage of it as I expected. I expected them to touch, on, to touch on it, and I expected them to all just say, it's complete bullshit, there's no way that happened. So it's just funny to me that like we haven't progressed at all in that department because back then they were just like, we have no proof of this, but we're going to report it anyway, and we're still doing that. And I, well, I kind of I see... mean, the, the documentary right. made it seem like there was no proof or there was no there was there were no credible allegations, but um, But there was no physical proof of that happening, right? Like there I mean, were this, a strange the, the person who... drove up and shot him, and that's what happened. It, well, there's supposedly some links between that the people who murdered him and did they uh, find out the who guy, it was? 
yeah like they remember, right? remember yeah they these two teenagers but there were links between them and uh slim bueller the uh drug kingpin that jordan went to go play golf with instead of go to the white house those those were just the daddy, fall guys though man when daddy yeah, yeah of course but i mean that's but that's that's the thing like there is act there are some ties to be looked at i'm not saying that it's definitive proof but there is something behind this behind hey, the speculation hey, hey josh as a lawyer are you saying that there's credible evidence to justify <laughs> looking into this to reopening the case would you take this case if i were a prosecutor no i wouldn't take it if i were a prosecutor Okay. I don't think is, I don't think from what I from what from the half-ass internet so, research that I've done on this topic since I was like eighteen or seventeen, um, I don't think there's enough evidence to directly link link it to uh, Jordan's gambling habits. But I think there's enough there for people to like to have some sort of reasonable conspiracy theory that this might have been related. There's well, some stuff there. It seems like the documentary is trying to paint a picture where anyone who's uh, trying to lend any kind of credence to the idea that this was the case um what we're talking about in like the we're supposed to sound like conspiracy theorists after um because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's kind of what i was getting from watching the episode when i was thinking about the conversation that we had just had about the previous episode and i was like man we're just gonna sound like a bunch of fucking idiots now because uh, we <laughs> that's all we talked about is the fact that he he got his dad killed but um I don't know. I don't know. The I, I get what you're saying, but killed. they made they made a a decently compelling <laughs> argument for the fact that like, yeah, you don't understand the environment that was uh, around Jordan at the time because of how famous he was. You only think about like how many uh, yes men he had around him, but he also had a bunch of haters that were <laughs> uh, just by definition haters. Like they just did not like the fact that he was on top for so long. So everyone was gunning for him, and that part of it made sense. But I don't know. I th- I mean from from everything that uh, like I said it's half-ass internet research that I've done on this topic but everything that I've read I feel like it is bullshit like it's his his father's murder was not related to his gambling but I think there's enough there especially the people that he hung out around with like the weird company that he that somebody like him would keep like why would you hang around Slim Bueller if you were a famous NBA star like why don't you just go hang out with like CEOs of legitimate companies like why are you in why are you hanging out with dirty money I think you because know, like weird. a CEO of a legitimate company would know not to bet against Jordan. <laughs> it's, yeah, he doesn't want to lose money to the guy. Yeah, because you well, have see, to think about it from the other perspective. Like, how crazy is the guy who's like, "Yeah, I'll fucking take that bet" of Jordan betting for himself? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I guarantee, Agent hit the the nail on the head on that one. Like, he's for sure that guy. But who's the who's the other guy like taking that bet? Like, yeah, you're gonna fucking lose, Jordan. Like to his face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I don't know, man. You, yeah, you act like people with legit money are not stupid with it. Like, there's people who make legit money that are going to gamble it in dumb ways. How do you, you do know? that, Josh? What do you mean? How do you do that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So everybody who goes, everybody at a high stakes table is uh, is dirty money. I don't think so. Uh... No, well, I, mean, I mean, how do you, look at, how do you get away with spit? What do you do to to spend obscene amounts of money? Hondo's saying because of your income. Like, <laughs> what what are you doing with this money? I don't know. We should ask Adrian. I think he's the highest roller in this group. I think uh, that's Josh, just because he, he has, married rich. He has kids. That's what he does, Josh. He has kids. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, makes other people to financially support. Yeah, I was going to say that <laughs> that is the uh, ultimate 
the ultimate high rolling, right? Like I'm just gonna <laughs> fund another life. another life. I'm I just love that the way Hondo phrased sure it. it die. He makes other humans his <laughs> support. Like, yes, <laughs> the ultimate flex. <laughs> like yeah, we have some extra money. Why don't we have a kid? <laughs> Uh, and then I think about it like rounders, Josh. Uh, Matt Damon it, it to- told everyone that the hardest table to play at was Teddy KGB's. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's he's taking that that stance of it's harder to to bet money, uh, and it's more competitive. <laughs> and he's the goat because he was able to bet against people that would actually get his dad killed. <laughs> Jesus. The ultimate stakes. (laughs) I mean, the whole thing is just so strange. Like, why would his dad just pull over? Like, dude, you're Michael Jordan's father. You can afford Howard Johnson for like 50 bucks for the night just to sleep in comfort. That is that is very strange behavior from somebody, even if it's somebody like that's humble. Like, I don't humble know, people man. don't sleep on no, the but, side of the road. But bro, like, bro. I feel like but all of our are, all of our dads, yeah, habits are have habits, done something man. real weird. Habits are habits. Like, if that that's something that you would have done at like thirty five, just because like your son made like your entire family multimillionaires, doesn't mean like you're just gonna randomly stop doing these things that have been ingrained in you for thirty five years. Adrian, I swear to God, if you sleep on the side of the road and and Everett is a multimillionaire, I will shoot you but that's but that wasn't me man that was like that that was never me i'm not someone that had that habit but my dad is definitely slept on the side of the road is this is this the honda's bachelor party argument where like josh and i paid for a hotel room just so we could shit in peace (laughs) i'll never do that again by the way andre snoring is ridiculous my favorite part was josh went to the bathroom was like i'm gonna take a shower and he came out in 30 minutes. He was like, all right, now I'm going to take a shower. I was like, what were you doing? <laughs> it's my me time. <laughs> he was, I needed to catch up on some Z's, man. He, he was meditating. Me That's what he was snoring. doing. Are you saying you fell asleep on the shitter? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Confirm or deny. Did you fall asleep in the bathroom? I think I did, yeah. I think I was so sleep deprived. You, you looked like you had woken up. You came out of there, so that makes sense. <laughs> I've fallen asleep on the shitter before. Not intentionally, but yeah, I've done it. Does anybody oh, do that intentionally? Was, was, but were you trying so hard that you passed out, Joseph, or was it sleep? Uh, no, I was just sleepy. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I, it, it was, uh, like, after drinking a bunch, like, getting up to take a shit, like, where you, you're really considering shitting the bed because you're so tired. Uh, but then you decide to get up. Never, and... never had that thought. Yeah, I've never, never it's had never happened before. Right? Or maybe I'm not <laughs> drinking enough. You've never, you've never like pawned off all your problems on future you. Like, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna fuck this guy's life up. No, I try to help future me as much as possible. I'm in and out of stages of that. I, I think I'm like really helpful at some points. Like sometimes I'll wake up uh, after like a night of just binge drinking, and there's like a bunch of things ready for me like clothes laid out uh like multiple alarm set in different parts of the room so yeah. I, I do get out of bed on time um so and you then other times up. other times like everything's dead like everything's unplugged all my chart all of my chargers are in their devices but those chargers are unplugged from the wall <laughs> <laughs> that's so, like in the, dude in the middle that's of the, the night, most like, random thing to do in the middle of the night, you like uh, check to see that your phone's plugged in, and it is, but it's not charging. Uh, All right, so let's get back to track. Hold on, I have a quick question. So, Joseph, when you fell asleep on the toilet and then woke back, what happened when you tried to stand up? 
uh, my legs were super asleep, and I like almost slipped into my shit. Uh, all right, back to Gary Payton. I really liked his sequence in these episodes. Man, so my favorite thing is that Gary Payton goes so this whole thing about like, man, it was all me, and Jordan just laughs him off and is like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Jordan creates a <laughs> meme out of it, another meme. I love the way he says the glove too. Like I couldn't say anyone's the name glove. with that amount of disdain. <laughs> like <laughs> he even makes trash talking like an art form, uh, and that was Gary Payton's thing. Like, and that's the, I, I think that's the ultimate respect. Like having MJ actually talk trash about you. <laughs> like, yeah, having him acknowledge you. <laughs> I can't. I I was so shocked at that sequence, man. Because I mean, it I'm seems not like the guy's MJ, a psychopath. I know, but I'm just like MJ couldn't have been like. Yeah, you know, he challenged me and I rose to the occasion. And, of course, we ended up winning the, the championship. But for him to be like, no, I just I was just distracted by other things. It had nothing to do with Gary Payton's defense. Okay, I okay. I've got, oh, so, so got a legitimate question. Here's, here's hold, on, hold on, hold on. I just need to ask this before I forget because I will forget. And I took this away and I don't know if it's an actual takeaway or my brain is just super stupid. When he was talking about he was distracted by other things and then winning on Father's Day meant so much to him, I took away that he intentionally like threw those games so the championship game would be on Father's Day. And he just was like <laughs> manipulating the schedule so that it, it ended up being that way. But, That's a nice conspiracy theory, but I don't think I didn't interpret that. Okay. No. Yeah, I'm just I'm just an idiot. Well, he there. wouldn't want to lose. He wouldn't ever yeah, want to lose. I was lose. gonna say that wouldn't wouldn't match with like the, the person that they've painted him so far. No, uh, what I was going to say, though, is he did respect that one guy, the one rookie that just had a good game against him. He didn't say, like, oh, I couldn't handle him that day or, oh, like, he wasn't talking trash about that random – I don't even remember his name. That's how because much he's a nobody. Yeah. 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 Radford? There we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it, I think he does respect when, like, he actually feels like he was legitimately bested once – but then he makes it his but like then he, soul. Yeah, but then he makes up a lie yeah. so that he can drive himself to beat this guy later. Yeah. Like, he makes it his sole pur- purpose in life until it's done to like just not even beat him, but like destroy him, right? Like yeah. we, we don't even know this guy's name after that. So I was talking to my girlfriend about this. I was like, he's he's a psychopath because he doesn't want to win. He wants to crush your hopes and dreams in front of your family and friends. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to just yeah. beat you. He wants to destroy you, right? Like, it goes back to that thing I said last week where he doesn't want to just win, but he also needs to win by taking something away from you at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Like your money. So this is uh, absolutely your money. This is where I got my theory <laughs> of, like, MJ is Doomsday from the DC Comics because the worst thing you can do is beat him. Oh, I was going to say he's a super Sa- he's a Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z because every time they lost they would just come back stronger. But yeah, yeah I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. So much. that's it's the same it's the same concept. Like when you beat Doomsday, you cannot beat him the same way again. He comes back stronger and immune to that. What and, like, happened to the Incredible Hulk, I guess, lore where like he uh would just keep getting stronger to meet the Yeah, he the just level gets he gets his... angrier cuz he can't beat you and he gets that's stronger. Like, that's canon Hulk, though, right? Like, that's yeah. not, like, some one-off comic or, or something. Yeah, so, like, that that makes sense to me, too. Like, he just keeps... Like, if there were someone that, that would actually challenge him, um, man... He would just find a way to beat them. Yeah. Well, I, I do like uh, the Doomsday, um, I guess, link. Analogy? Analogy. Um, I do like Correlation. it. Correlation. <laughs> God damn it. 
I do like it because I do feel like he, he definitely came in and and like he killed a lot of heroes, right? Like he like he he punched Supergirl in the face with one arm tied behind his back. No, so he came into the league, man. But like Isaiah I, Thomas is Supergirl. I, I was to say Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, like a, a lot of Bird? these people were yeah were just household names that everyone loved, and he came in and he he kind of just totally reimagined like what the landscape of the NBA was like it was not the same after he showed up and like new heroes had to show up and like Superman died and then came back as a I guess Wait, Kobe. Was, he, was he also Superman oh it was Kobe. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> as I say like the, he's wearing the same uniform right so magic dies and then Kobe, magic Johnson yeah. dies I think and Kobe Bryant comes I back think Superman him. is number 45 Jordan and he killed him in order to come back at 23 <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that sequence too because um, it's just like another uh, manufactured fire under his ass yeah <laughs> like, oh, it's it's the number like no it's not the fucking number okay I've, I've got some uh, a comparison to make or not a comparison just a, a line to draw from Shaq to MJ because y'all have all heard that apocryphal story that I guess was denied or confirmed that it never happened from Shaq about uh, David Robinson not giving him an autograph. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? Like, how can you be Shaq and be that person while also <laughs> being so unmotivated as an athlete and player uh, because he dominated anyway? I think that's the thing. Like, when you dominate anyway, like, it, I, is it not, it's not worth it? Yeah. I, I do think Michael, like, actually lived in a time where there was a lot of greats and he just so happened to be, like, the have the mental fortitude to just continue getting better because like charles and reggie both should have won at least one like they're amazing amazing basketball players that would have won a championship in any other era other than the michael jordan era i'll also say too i think as uh, with jordan and i know i'm getting really specific with positions here but there were no one is as good as him but there are correlations to jordan so you had the grant hills you had the reggie millers you had the charles barkley's Shaq didn't have an equal during his prime, so I think it's harder to have that mentality of oh, that's somebody that I got to decimate because no one was ever putting Shaq, no one was ever comparing Shaq to anybody else when he was in his prime. It was like no, this dude's just gonna tear it up. Let's try to make sure he gets twenty five instead of thirty five. I think Shaq's nemesis is just the free throw line. <laughs> like once everybody figured that out, he was just like, well, I can't score points anymore. And then see, that's that's the difference too, like. He didn't have the drive to get better at the free throw. Like he didn't care. Yeah, missing free throws, and Jordan would have just been like, "Okay, now I'm gonna make all. I'm gonna make a hundred percent of them." Yeah, didn't Jordan like? They said he couldn't defend. He won Defensive Player of the Year. They said he couldn't pass. Didn't he lead the team in assists for like two seasons or something like that? It's just I don't know. What, what did the commercial say again, Hondo? I remember that. What <laughs> that? I remember that Jordan Brand ad. ad. Yeah, that's a, like, there was a list of five or six things where they said he couldn't do something, and then the next year he ended up being the best at it. And to Andre's point, it's just that, okay, you said I can't do this. Well, sit down, shut up, and watch this because I'm not only going to do it, but I'm going to do it better than everyone else. Three in a row, fucking baseball, and then three in a row again. It's insane. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man, and I didn't realize that if it were not for that stupid 1994 baseball strike, that Jordan may have just stayed and become a really good baseball player. 
which that would have been a much more interesting story than what ended up what ended up happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> being completely why, dominant. Why not just do sports? both? Okay. We already had Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. We're good. Well, so we here's the thing, though. Bo with, Jackson and, and, and Deion Sanders you brought up because Bo Bo's first love was baseball. He picked up professional football as a fucking hobby. He was just like, I'm bored in the offseason. Maybe I should play professional football because he was that good. Okay. I, is, I, lo- I love Bo Jackson. But, so is I have a question. It, is baseball it take up the dominating sport in the nation? Or does baseball take up the dominating sport in the nation if Michael stays in baseball the way NBA is right now? Yes. I think you would love baseball. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, man, that I was mean, the transition, right? I, wouldn't you say that Michael was the transition from baseball being the sport to basketball? Like, well, because I think the NBA it, it was still very niche so. at that point. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as large. Now it wasn't as popular. And his gameplay, his rivalries are what got it there. Eh, couldn't you say? I, so I would argue the growth of basketball from an international standpoint happened with the 92 Dream Team. And I think... Jordan was on, who was on the he, team. He was on it, but he didn't start his back-to-back three-peats until after that is what I'm saying. Well, because that was his debut, right? Well, that, what I'm saying is I think basketball was catching on. Jordan amplified the wave, but the wave was already starting with with the Dream Team. Maybe. Maybe. I think it gave, I think Jordan gave the NBA that go-ahead front-runner where casual fans could be like, yeah, I watch basketball. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. It gave you somebody to talk about casually. But I would argue the growth of the NBA was going to be inevitable. It's just something that Jordan expedited because he became such an iconic figure. So the growth of the NBA is Thanos? <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> I did like – David Stern I, is, Dan- is Thanos. I really, I really liked- don't think the NBA is as big as it is today without Jordan. I really yeah. don't. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think that was I, inevitable. I agree, but uh, well, no, I'm I, I'm with Honda. Like, I think it would have gotten there eventually. I think it, it would have taken a, another it. ten years. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't think any of us would have cared about basketball as much as we do. I I mean, we grew up in San Antonio, where the only professional sports team was major the, the San Antonio missions. <laughs> like, I think we, I think Rampage. the five of us would have cared. First of all, the missions yeah. are like fifteen-time Texas League champions. They don't get enough respect. Well, they're not even in the Texas League anymore. Mike, is it Mike Piazza? Was that <laughs> his name? He was, a, he was a mission. Yeah, Mike Piazza, Manny Ramirez. Um, who List else? them all, Josh. List them all. Who else go, go, Felix, go. Felix Hernandez was a was a mission. I didn't uh, think you actually had. You're just, naming, you're just naming your cousins. Fernando Valenzuela. <laughs> <laughs> you're just naming cousins you have. Yeah, no, uh, but I'm I'm with Hondo. I think it does get there eventually. I think it takes another 10, 15 years, and I think. People like Adrian who hate baseball would probably really enjoy it if MJ had played. So well, I th- think you also you take away uh, some of the greats. Like you take away Allen Iverson. You take away, like some of the people that ended up playing basketball. Well, Kobe. I think, don't, Kobe said don't. how much of his game came from Jordan. Yeah, true, true. So I, I have a question then. So right. assuming Jordan goes stays in baseball, assuming he gets good enough to where he makes the majors, and assuming he does halfway decent, why do we think that? Th- his iconic status in basketball would translate to a popularity in baseball. Well, so I'll tell you why, because of the media attention. They yeah. even well, said like Tom they couldn't put Tom him Brokaw. in triple A because they couldn't handle the press. Like they had to put him in double A. Well, I fucking that's fine. love the fact that Brokaw was at the presser. 
Like he had to be there. Like a national news outlet anchor had to go and cover Michael Jordan's press conference. Well, so here's, like, here's that's a level. To... That's a level that LeBron hasn't hit yet. Well, you know who hit that level? Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow sold out minor league baseball games, and that's kind of where I'm getting at. Where it's not necessarily the the iconic player of Michael Jordan. It's the fact that oh, hey guys, who wants to go see Michael Jordan play baseball? Like that's something where it attracts its own crowd. But does it ever wear off? Like. Do you just go watch Michael Jordan see baseball the rest of your life? If he starts winning. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, if he starts winning and and it's the way they. Which he will because he's a psychopath. Yeah, I was going to say, the way they at least show in the the series is that he He would have. Yeah, he would have started winning. And 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 so, let's see. I agree with Josh, though. I agree with Josh. It would have been a many How many titles do the White Sox win? Well, as Andre and I remember all too well, they won a World Series in 2005. So yeah. Jordan's no, I, so I blacked that memory out, Josh. It's not there anymore. <laughs> so Jordan, um, when is when does Jordan start playing baseball? Ninety three, ninety four, ninety four. So yep. let's say it takes him about three years to get called up to the show. So ninety seven, he starts. I mean, does he stay on the White Sox long enough to be a part of that okay, World I Series think, team? Maybe. I mean, the, the question that I ask is, do Maybe. y'all think he would be, and I'm going to use, I don't know the number, do you think he would be a top 50 outfielder in MLB if he would have yes. kept playing baseball? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. As yeah. soon as okay. you said top 50, been... any, every position. Okay. Okay. Do you I think, think he would have been a top picture. 20 hitter? You think? <laughs> <Picture. laughs> pitcher and and he like uh he, he pinch hits for himself but that's the thing he would have like he would have trained his body to do it and he would have fucking done it because he's insane he, he would have been he would have been in the rotation as a pitcher and then on his off days he would have been a dh yeah for yeah. the other pitchers <laughs> he would have hit for the other team just to and he would like ju- he would have just been batting left-handed so that he could work different arm with, the, mus- with like, the mustache. He would have yeah. figured no, it I'm out. A different player. He would have been a Michael. switch hitter and Jordan a switch pitcher Michael. because he just needs he just needs a new challenge. But yeah, <laughs> I we- I think like he's the rare instance that one player could turn that whole thing around. And honestly, I don't think we ever get the steroids. Do we get no <laughs> bullshit? There were steroids way before him. What the hell are you talking about? Do we get but like the, the, the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire year where just like everyone was fucking like putting dude, steroids dude, in their look brains? At, look at Jose Canseco <laughs> Mark McGuire with the A's like that, that same time, dude. It's I don't insane. think they're, I think I don't think it gets to the level it's at. I think it flies under the radar and everybody gets by with it. Like, I don't think it's a huge thing. Baseball. Do you think Michael Jordan ends up taking steroids in an effort to become extra competitive? No, no way, man. He would want if to do it, it naturally. Nah, if it no, meant, no, he, he was going to no, win. Bullshit. No, no, he would, be, he would be like, nah, I'm going to win with like what God gave me just to prove that I'm that much better than you. Yep. You need stuff and you yep. still lose. And then he <laughs> no. would wrap them out just to take them down I think he would. I think if everybody was doing the same thing, he would be like, I'm not going to be at a competitive disadvantage. Hell, hell no. No, I don't, I don't think that's within his character. I think he's but like. But then he no, would just work harder to do it. Like, you know, guys in the 90s were on cocaine. Hell, the team that he walked into, he was like, people are doing things I'd never seen before. Like, yeah, I'm sh- and I'm sure Michael Jordan never, you know, partook in that ever. No, what, just just aggressive career. gambling, Josh. I mean, he <laughs> started if, betting uh, people's lives, you know? What's up with his eyes, dude? Why does he have yellow eyes? I, I is, is, he, is there some probably sort of condition that probably was that, your, that? Was that your TV? Cigars. Like your TV showed that? <laughs> I was like, I think it's the your yellow, TV, dude. Josh. <laughs> no, dude. There's even a, there's even memes about it. <laughs> like, like you know how Netflix every time they go to a third world country, like they make everything like with a yellow tint. 
Like that's the new meme. It's like this is the world through Michael Jordan's eyes. What? Where are you getting these memes? <laughs> yeah, you need you need a better well, meme. It's guy. all it's all on 4chan. <laughs> 4chan. <laughs> By the way, I don't even know what 4chan is. You and Adrian just yell it back and forth at each other. But I thought I would adopt it. <laughs> you know, I, found out, I first found out about 4chan because I'm for Mondo. sure not googling that. Don't. don't. Uh, Josh, what no. is 4chan in your own descriptive <laughs> words, please? You and uh, and your ex described it to me as like the butthole of the internet where every terrible things happen and where all the worst ideas come from. That's, <laughs> that's just Justin. Reddit though, right? Like that's that's Reddit. That's, no, <laughs> no, it's Reddit. just the, the internet. No, Reddit, has some standards. Reddit is actually just the internet because it's also the brain of the internet. It's like the heart of the internet. Yeah, it's just it's, the internet. 4chan is just unmoderated. It's just like the unfiltered human brain. Like that's that's what 4chan <laughs> I is. I don't want to be around that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, I want to talk about two things. First being, how good would MJ have been at basketball? And could he have made <laughs> oh, a real sport? He would have been the best. He absolutely would have been the best. He would have been the Michael Jordan sport. of basketball. And also, how fucking gangster were those White Sox uniforms? That shit looked cool. <laughs> like, when he was oh, in the black uniform. Yeah. The black pinstripes? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it always looked like... Like he was Josh, gonna... I feel like you're a big fan of the pinstripes, though, for the Strohs, too. Uh, it didn't really work for them. It was it was it was a weird look for them. Didn't, I just always didn't felt get you like all he hot was and bothered, in... Josh. <laughs> hot and bothered. Yeah. Are you a fan of pinstripes, Josh? Pinstripes are dope, man. Like the Bulls pinstripe uniforms; those were vertical, those or, vertical or horizontal ones. What? what? <laughs> no, those aren't pinstripes. Okay, Who's vertical pinstripes. pinstripes? Okay, yeah. No, I can see that. I heard uh, pinstripes make you look very thin. So, Josh, how many pinstripe suits do you have? Actually, unfortunately, none. No, all all of them. Suits. They're all you pinstripes. Don't have any it's one just, time I, it's I, just I, wore, one I wore a pinstripe. I wore pinstripe suit. Uh, suit. I wore a pinstripe suit to a mock trial round in law school, and somebody was like. Get the fuck out of so, here. Yeah, so please, like, please leave like, my who court. Like, who, who's on your hit list today? <laughs> Did you have a hat, too? Because you could take the hat off, like, put it on the table or pan yourself with it when it gets hot in there. And it also didn't hurt. It also didn't help that it had, like, a like a silver shirt and, like, a black tie. Oh was it silk? Like a silk tie? Just like, Did the judge you slap you? <laughs> the mock judge. And then another time I wore, like, um, like, a dark blue suit with, like, a babe, like a very bright baby blue shirt and like a silver tie and then i mean yeah it was stupid when i first year of law school and somebody was like hey bro who's quinceanera are you standing in today <laughs> and you were like my cousin and I, like, and I was like what and they're like they're like don't wear that shit like don't wear fucking colored shirts with your suits like it's either like the really pale blue or the white shirt that's all you pretty much have i'm like oh okay so what do you wear when you go to trial now nothing uh, black. <laughs> he wears a char- background. Navy suit, a navy suit, charcoal suit, or plain black suit. Always with a white shirt. That's what I wear now. Sounds like you have more suits than shirts. <laughs> I have enough suits. I have like five suits, five or six suits. One for every day of the week. Yeah. Oh man, I have one suit. And as the one you wore to your wedding? Yep. <laughs> nice. So it's that only, so it's only like wedding. six months old? 
Oh man. No, y'all all have dress. Andre, you were wearing. Well, you were wearing a coat, right? Because I know all y'all look fly at my wedding. Oh, so. I love my tuxedo jackets, man. I love. Yeah. Like I have two of them, and I I will wear those to everywhere that I go if I can. Even though the blue one doesn't fit. I mean, anymore. you're wearing it right now, so. <laughs> I have I have one over this tank top. <laughs> Uh, they just fit better now too that I'm like actually getting in the shape and losing weight. What do you got now, Andre? What? What are you at now? Uh, I lost my quarantine weight that I put on, so that's good. So you're right back where you started. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> right where I started the quarantine. How did y'all feel about um, the scene with Michael and the cigar in the bat? <laughs> in the Loved it. Loved it. That's hilarious. So he was yeah. just constantly smoking cigars, right? Like, yeah, it's amazing. Half these shots, he has a cigar in his mouth, like at practice. Crazy lungs, dude. Crazy, crazy lungs. No, maybe that's wait, why his wait, eyes are what? yellow. What? Why are you saying lungs? Because he's smoking cigars and then playing basketball and, and then chain smoking cigars. Cigars give you mouth cancer. You're, if you're inhaling, you're you don't you're doing inhale it wrong. cigars. It's a really breathing, you like are. in and out. In and out. I, don't, I don't smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're I'm always, like, never gonna. That's why they're always making that. I like, haven't smoked a cigar since like town. That's out? that's why. Yeah, so that's either one of two things, Josh. Either you've smoked, you've never smoked a cigar before, or you've smoked a cigar and inhaled it. And Lord have mercy on your soul if you've done that shit, dude. That is disgusting. I saw, yeah, I, think, I, 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 saw, I, I thought I thought it was supposed to be like a Rillo. No, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you would. <laughs> this is why your suits got made fun of. If you had been like <laughs> cool, if enough, I just smoked a cigar in the law school building, and then people would have given me a pass on the in the pinstripes. If, if you had the yeah, suit like, on with a cigar, yeah, just like MJ. <laughs> They'd be like, "Sir, are you here? You're supposed to be practicing actual law." <laughs> <laughs> this is a class. You don't need to be here. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, so I when, so you, when, you, when you smoke a cigar, you just thing. puffing it like that. So what? The, what's the point? Because the nicotine, uh, it's like a gentle blowjob. No, the nicotine still hits you. <laughs> the nicotine, you still get the Joseph, nicotine. Joseph, I don't know what kind of blowjobs you're getting. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Only from people that uh, constantly smoke cigars. So. Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I did love that, and I wasn't even sure if they were lit until I saw that he had the coffee cup with like a yeah <laughs> another another like half burnt one. <laughs> On this side, I was like, this motherfucker, he's he's getting it. <laughs> and was that a game day or was that like an off day? It I looked like an off game day, bro. Yeah, it looked like an off day to me. Well, it was at least like a practice day, which is like, yeah, either yeah. way, dude, why are you smoking cigars? But, the, I mean, it's it's very clear when they're in the Berto Center, which is their practice facility, and when they're in the United Center, which is their stadium. I think that's a United Center locker room when he has the bat in his hand. I, I think that's a game day in the United Center locker room. That's also, my favorite thing is that the owner was just like, well, I own the White Sox. We just kept paying him. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does that make sense for anybody? Well, he was like, I feel like I owed him money anyway. Like, he was being underpaid anyway. Yeah, he's maybe, he had like a really, maybe he had a really shitty golf game. <laughs> and that was like a bet that they made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to Well, Michael said I could kill his father if I kept paying him. So he did. <laughs> God, he did. <laughs> I was so surprised that Adrian's the only one who hasn't made a a joke about that conspiracy theory. Because he's the most conspiracy theory person. He actually just believes it. Yeah, I just believe it's it. It's not man. a joke to him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, it's not footage. funny when it's true. 
He's got footage. <laughs> no, I, I. What if I'm... it turned out to be like a, a Winter Soldier scenario, and there was like some some guy that was like just as Barkley. good as Jordan that actually went to go like kill Charles his dad? Barkley under my control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. Hey, so um, Chuck, right Hondo, Hondo, and Andre. How, so, how did the comic community respond to um, the theatrical Civil War making Winter Soldier the person who killed the Starks? Did they gonna, like that? Are we going to go down this wormhole right now? That's I mean, a... I, mean I, I, I can imagine that they didn't like that, you know, because I know that the, the comic community did not like uh, Tim Burton making Joker the one who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. So I can imagine yeah, that, that was them dumb. saying... That was real dumb. Yeah, that, I don't I think they like it was adding context to the story, but they didn't change the framework of the story itself in terms of how Civil War happened. So, I mean, they changed the, how the Sokovia Accords got generated. They changed the fact that uh, spoiler alert that Captain America died. They didn't let him die as a result of it. Like there was a bunch of little mm-hmm. changes, but the story at its core was still the same. So everyone was just, oh, hey, that's a cool little wrinkle well, in it, also, but it I, I think it just goes thing. back to marvel like telling a good story and that's what people want like okay you didn't do it exactly the way i wanted you to but you still did a good job so there wasn't you're a huge backlash not... that there were that there wasn't a school full of children that got blown up there was a the comic. there was not a civil war in the comic audience also i i think you're like completely <laughs> over overplaying uh the fact that iron man uh, has like a rabid fan base that is other than the movies. Like Iron Man is kind of a trash comic. Like it's not great. <laughs> what? Uh, and that's the backstory that they're playing with. So it's not nah, really. Nah, dude. There was so much backlash over what they did with the Mandarin. Like he, Iron Man has a pretty good fan base. Yeah, but the Mandarin is a character on, on his own. Like the Mandarin is not just an Iron Man. Like also, foil. they kind like, of like whitewashed him. So you know that was a big thing. And they but, also yeah. showed that he wasn't really the Mandarin. Like they did a lot of shit wrong with him. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we're, we're, also, we're also they're revisiting now. that. Yeah. Like the real, the yeah. real Mandarin is going to be in uh, that new Kamel Nanjiani movie. Oh, really? He's going to be when, in the, whenever uh, they start shooting that in three years. I know, poor Kamel Nanjiani. Wait, did he, he have to say Jack no that whole time? <laughs> yes. I hope so. God. He's just constantly so working out in his all contract. day. Like you got to say this jacked until principal uh, filming no, is done. Rich, celebrities can do that in like thirty days because they have dietitians and personal trainers and literally it's their job to go get jacked at that point i still think it's fucking harder to like let yourself go and then get back to yeah. that shit like that's probably worse than just staying in it and just like <laughs> unless you're I christian bale and i was gonna say christian bale i think put on 60 pounds or something like that for some of his movie roles after he got jacked oh like the, the dick cheney one yeah and then you look at like the other it wasn't pianist but one of the other ones he did were like the he machinist? lost 100 pounds yeah or like one uh, of those Thor. Fists. Thor with all all his fat. Um. <laughs> Imagine if they paid him to, to get that fat. Well, hey, so uh, who's Chris, who's Christian Bale playing in the new Thor movie? Uh, Thor's real dad. Batman. <laughs> what if he just played Batman, Josh? How happy would you be? <laughs> be pretty, pretty cool. Be, be pretty awesome. Josh was speechless here. I've never seen that happen. Yeah. All right, Joseph, uh, you want to get us back on track? I'm trying to, but I don't know if I can anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, I like the idea of like us mapping to people in each episode. Okay, I'm trying to think of how to do that. Okay, let's let's do some ancillary characters then. Uh, Larry Jordan. Uh, <laughs> well, so I was gonna Wait, say none like of, none of us want to aspire to be like any of any of the others. So no, Larry Jordan. There is no Larry Jordan in this group. Uh, Jim Jim Jordan. Dolores Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joseph is Gary Payton. I think I'll, I'll map Joseph to Gary Payton all day. I was going to say you are Corey Josh, Grant. No, Josh is Scott Burrell. Oh, Josh is Scott Burrell. <laughs> Josh is Scott Burrell. Dude, props to Scott yeah. Burrell. I hope, I hope his yeah. his shit is like uh, just so happy. I hope like all his life is like cool because like, he deserves it, man. Oh, yeah. He's a really happy guy. And he was like, I didn't care what Michael wanted me to be. I was going to still be a nice guy. But I feel like Hondo is Steve Kerr. Like, once he go after him, we're all just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt like I, I, I liked that part of Steve Kerr. I wish he would have addressed that, though. Um, I don't know if he had heard what Michael said about him. Uh, before or after the interview, but the fact that Michael was like, "Man, I just beat up the littlest guy in the gym," and I just felt like that small. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> Fucking man, backhanded." I like uh, Bomadi Jones' tweet was, you know, so then I had to ask somebody for the team, "Can you give me Steve Kerr's number?" And I'm like, "Wow, that's something that somebody would say who would never need Steve Kerr's number before that." <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I love Udonis Haslam from the Miami Heat, three-time champion. He was like, "Look, I know Mike's the greatest, but nobody's calling me a bitch or a hoe in practice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then also the fact that "hoe" was an insult the way it was like it, I, that took me. A yeah, it was the night. Nice. Oh, I love it. Where your mouth at now? Hope that's that. I cracked up so much. I had to pause the TV so I could allow myself. Because well, at that point, like you're face to face with this guy, how do you not laugh at him? Like, how do you not just laugh at that one? There's got to be like complete footage of those uh, Jordan Dome games, right? Somewhere, like someone's got. Oh man, Warner Brothers! I bet Warner Brothers is holding on to that shit. You think they like won't release it because of complaints from the players? Because I feel like everyone got made to look like a fucking fool at least a couple times during those games. If you're playing with all those guys, like you're gonna look like a complete. Well, supposedly Jordan was just letting them play so he could study them. He wasn't trying to really There's no defeat way. him. Yeah. There's no way he didn't get up on that court and uh, beat some ass. Oh, no, he did. That's what they were saying. It was like he would do yeah. a 12 hours of shooting and then go play ball for three hours. Also, I want to hear stories from Bill Murray. Like, why didn't they interview that guy? Because <laughs> he was schooling everybody on the court. <laughs> he would go to the Jordan Dome and just like, fuck shit up. For like two minutes and then be out of breath and be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, solid two minutes. Uh, the scariest thing that I've seen in the documentary so far was Jordan playing against the green men. That was, I don't know how you could do that. <laughs> that, that looks like very off-putting and it's just all that green and then people squirming you with their green tight suit, green bodies. Well, cause you're not uh, really wearing anything under that, right? Like it's just going to get in the way. You just feel like limp dicks, like rubbing up against <laughs> your legs. <laughs> That's how you really got the hard <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that was that. I, does he just bring that fucking energy to everything that he does? Like, why was he so into making this movie at the time of uh, 
I don't know, like still working on so many things. Like well, the, he was in the middle of a championship run. <laughs> the conspiracy theory was that it was like a way to get some of the best players to play with him and get paid while doing it. So like they they had an incentive because they were now part of like the shoot or the crew. So it's like I'll 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 film this fucking movie if you build me a Jordan Dome. He basically had like a professional pickup game where he could yeah judge the other players yeah. And well, you know what? It's it interesting because that still goes on today. Like NBA players all go to LA in normal off seasons, not like this coronavirus thing. But NBA players are always going to LA and just pay, playing crazy pickup games with one another. Did and I don't think, think that, that happened. People, but I don't think, think any of them are sitting there like mentally taking tape of the other guys. Like they're probably enjoying LeBron. It. I think LeBron is. I think. No, I, think I don't LeBron think he's. Has no, I don't no. think he's got no. the basketball IQ for that. No, I think he's Kawhi just, is. I think. He's I just Kawhi a machine, is. like LeBron. Kawhi is does participate machine. in those. What? Kawhi I would does, say Le- yeah. LeBron definitely tapes like games with like pickup games with like uh, his friends, but never looks at the tape. Like he does it like just so people know that he's taping it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's something a goat would do. And then it? he's just like, I'm gonna fucking dunk over you anyway. It doesn't matter. Did you not see uh, that that famous clip when Kawhi? It wasn't clear if Kawhi was gonna leave or not, and then he went to go play pickup ball with Kobe, Kyrie. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron, and so like Kawhi's in the middle of that photo, and like as far as the Spurs were concerned, he was still hurt, <laughs> or like he's he was still hurt and like couldn't play at all, and then he was in the middle of this pickup game in L.A. So yeah, I think Kawhi does do that. Yeah, good point, Adrian. Well, but he is Gosh, that, stop, he's that stop doing that player. so you don't have to edit it out later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's that technical player that like wants to know these little things to get better, whereas LeBron is just like, no, I'm gonna just like willpower beat you. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna use my speed and my strength and beat you. Yeah, God made me a monster, so I'm just gonna dunk over you. (laughs) I'm gonna embrace it. Do you need the fire and ice elements to like make a a duo work like that? Like um, with Jordan and Pippen, I think obviously Jordan's the fire and, and Pippen's the ice. Um. Is that something that is like a a, a piece of a winning uh, formula? Well, because I don't see I don't see like Kawhi and Paul George as good as they are. I don't see that fire and ice at all. Like both of them are just like if if Kawhi is like the iciest motherfucker ever, Paul George is like lukewarm at best yeah, in terms of yeah. attitude and the way he 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 brings himself to the games. Um, well, I, I do you think- know what you know would be a good pairing. Kawhi and Kyrie, like just saying that they were in a pickup game together, that would be an insane duo. I think that team would win. I would agree. I think when you're taking like dichotomies like that into account, like you have to count the coach too, right? So like, uh, like Pop was that fire to the ice that was Tim Duncan, and to a certain extent, uh, David Robinson, right? Like that, that makes sense because there was no one else that was super fiery that was like a leader on the team. Like I, I don't think that Tony Parker. Really I think fits it, that role. I think it started with Duncan as the fire and Robinson as the ice, and then it transitioned to Duncan as the ice and either a combination nah, of Ginobili and Parker as the fire. Nah, mm-hmm. I would say Stephen Jackson. Is, David is for sure the he wasn't big enough, but just, Stephen Jackson was not like <laughs> he was like the best role player at one point in time. But David Robinson was definitely the the more fiery individual. Like he oh, has yeah. a very polite attitude, but like if there's uh, clips that you can pull up of just times where he got into it with fuck uh fucking like barkley and some of the bigger dudes like i think ewing him and ewing like almost got into like fucking throwing hands at each other at one point in a game uh I mean, he, he got kicked out of a rockets game once 
That was hilarious. Yeah, he got so, so mad. <laughs> so to that point, I, I look at just the amount of ejections that Tim has had. Like yeah. it's it's Crawford, and that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, fucking Joey Crawford. But yeah, I hate did, seeing yeah. him. I hate seeing him in the, the clips of the old games. <laughs> like, Dude, I've been a, watching old games throughout this whole coronavirus thing, man, and every time Joey Crawford's in a game, it's just so bad. I, I don't understand why this guy was in the league for so long. He was Because so David bad. Stern likes money. I think he covered up uh, some of the fucking gambling shit with, uh, who's that? Tim Donahue. Donahue. Yeah, yeah. There, there has to be something along those lines. No, or he was the whistleblower. No, no, he was he was like the the leak plant. They knew some shady stuff was going on, but they didn't want to blow it up, make it make it a news thing. So they would just put Joey Crawford to like nullify like the bad calls that were going the other way. So like Joey Crawford's bad calls were just to make sure that the guy that was trying to throw the game didn't throw it. Terrible take. <laughs> I don't like this take at all. <laughs> shitty take. Shitty take. Joey Crawford's actually the good guy. He's the hero we all needed. Shut up, you Mavs fan. That's the most Mavs fan thing you have ever said. Shut up. Jeez. Okay, Josh, have you seen Shut the up. clip of the 99 finals entrances at the Spurs? Uh, yes, game, dude. Where they, they played, played the, the fucking Bulls, the Bulls intro? Yeah. Against the Knicks? Yes, I loved it. That was hilarious. It was so good. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Uh, who in the organization do you think is like the, the troll ass asshole? Do you think it's Pop or do you, is like there's there it? Who else has been with the team? I mean, I long? think it's Pop because you remember, um, you remember the when the uh, Shaq after thing. the Shaq thing, yeah, when Shaq was yeah. criticizing him for the hack of Shaq, and then he does a hack of Shaq in the first play of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's either but it's it's either Pop it or RC, and I'm kind of leaning towards RC because RC could have been like, "Yo, it'd be funny if you did this, Pop," and then he would have definitely done it. <laughs> That's how that relationship works. Or he would have been like, "No," and then RC would have gone around him and had a player do it. <laughs> I got maybe, you this job, fucker. Maybe it was all Stan Kelly. <laughs> Jerry Krause. Maybe it was all just Stan Kelly. He would purposely just start mumbling every time he had to talk about an away player. Uh, <laughs> Ryan. Well, my favorite thing is that, like even even Budenholzer would do the hack a shack, and I think it was Howard, like Dwight Howard, and he, Howard would be yelling at him. He would just look at him and say, "Make your free throws." Like I'll yeah. stop doing it when you make your free throws. I think that's the attitude they'd have to a player that that was getting done to on their team also, which is like probably why they're do your job. Coaches. You get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> Practice some fucking free throws. Dude. Uh, or make it hurt enough when they foul you that they stop fouling you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, t- I'm tired of this documentary. I'm not going to watch the last two episodes. <laughs> I like well, so where do we go from here right we all know how it ends just getting to the ending are there players I, we haven't talked about like it's gonna be Carl just Malone two hours of Bill Murray I'd be okay with that yeah, you think we, they'll, I mean, do you think they'll give any aspect of, for, for lack of a better term an aspect of his humanity showing the decline or showing him like struggling to accept that it's past his time nah man it, it, no. it's titled The Last Dance so they stop it 98 i think there's enough emotion already shown from mj to prove that he is somewhat of a human being it's just funny the things he gets emotional about like the steve Kerr thing i thought that was like a a weird glimpse into uh his shit i think the crying on the floor video is like (laughs) not fair (laughs) that 
other people can see that uh, coming out of a human being. Wait, so I, I need to ask, because uh, I don't even remember, where did the crying Jordan meme start? Like, what is that picture? That's from his uh, Hall Oprah of Fame interview? speech. Well, I, I thought it was, it was like Hall an award speech. that he got or something. I think it's from his Hall of Fame speech. I can't remember. Yeah, the, the, okay. fir- the first crying Jordan meme was from the Hall of Fame. There was a second one that got started now because of Kobe's funeral. Yeah. And so that's where there's multiple ones. And now this Jordan documentary, I think, has spawned three I- new ones. iPad Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> iPad Jordan memes are hilarious. <laughs> Love them so much. Well, because there's the two reactions. There's the like, and and then him like upset at the iPad. Did y'all see the uh, clip that someone put together of, uh, I think it's like one of the HBO shows that LeBron produces where he's like giving a, a, a I guess like watch reactions to his finals run um, mm-hmm. with the Cavs. And he's talking about like this, this is the, the time in my life or in my career where I, I really was like, I am the greatest of all time. And they used the clip of Jordan, like getting the iPad and like listening to that clip. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one is like showing Jordan laughing at the Ginobili block and Martin. You can really use it. Like it's so versatile. You use it for so many things. Yeah. yeah. Now my favorite one was um, somebody who said, Hey, look, it's OJ Simpson. And then it just cuts to Jordan, the glove. I had no problem. With <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, this, is, this is good content. It's in the group chat. We didn't finish uh, mapping any of this. Oh, shit. Bring hot fire. oh, yeah. Okay, so who is Adrian and who am I? I think Adrian is Jordan in this one. Because Josh is Scott Burrell? <laughs> yeah, and, and for that reason alone, and I think... Uh, uh, because Jordan, if, Adrian can kick my butt. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. He fight. He could kick. He but kicks he would Steve feel. Butt. He would feel so small afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> this this big. <laughs> Wait, who did I map to you again? Am I the Jerry's again? No. I thought you were Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary you were Gary Payton. Just talking shit and like. <laughs> because you would think like, man, I. We have fucking whiskey and a cigar. <laughs> Did you um, just finish love... that cigar in 10 minutes? What? <laughs> well, someone was commenting on that. The fact that like they keep showing uh, like establishing shots when they get back to uh, Jordan's part of the interviews. And at each point, like his level of alcohol is like rising rapidly or falling rapidly. And they're like, they didn't put all of them like together in order he's not like just chugging fucking <laughs> highball no, glasses of, of liquor um yeah the director said he jordan was drinking his own tequila that's rad wait does yeah. jordan have a tequila yeah he has a tequila. oh i gotta try this shit is wait, it called wait, jordan's tequila does he make it himself or is it like a brand is it just like no no is it just like cabrito tequila Sincoro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name the fucking goat, Josh. That didn't he? Goat. Did he invest with other people on that, Josh, or was it just him? I don't, I'm not sure. Well, so from what I know, from what I've heard, most people like you can attach your name to it, but someone else just fucking does He's making it. So yeah, I would no, say, there's a there's a thousand barrels in a mountain somewhere yeah. that they're just waiting for someone to put their like, name. Like, oh, in. you want to pay us a thousand dollars per barrel? Sure. Not even. Money. Not even. I think this is what happens. The same tequila manufacturer makes like. The ZZ Top tequila makes the Jordan tequila. They just put different labels on the bottles and call it a day. 
Because like makes who's, it just it's just an assembly line that has like three shelves, and each one goes to a different labeling machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Gene, oh, it's it's a joint venture. Genie Bus is part of it too. That's weird. Mm. Did they like fuck? How much yeah. is the tequila <laughs> bottle, Josh? Uh, I don't know. Let's Thirty thirty-five dollars. It better not be more than fifty bucks. I'm not even paying fifty for it. I'll give him. I'll give him thirty. Thirty-five. Dude, one hundred twenty bucks. Get the That's fuck out of here for tequila. So yeah, not for tequila. Yeah, one hundred twenty bucks. You know how much scotch I can get for that? Yeah, one hundred twenty-five bucks worth. Yeah. I'm of the opinion: <laughs> the more expensive alcohol gets, the the worse it tastes. Unless fifty milliliter, yeah, unless it's Johnny Walker. Okay, no, no, there, there's a threshold. Yeah, like sub sub fifteen dollar, you don't want to drink. Oh well, yeah, I agree. Like five ninety nine yeah. box wine, by no means. But I'm talking yeah. like five hundred dollar bottles of anything. That's not gonna change your world in a way that it's not gonna get me more drunk quicker. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's <laughs> sipping on that taka anymore. I, I will say I, I feel like I've had my fair share of tequila and expensive tequila doesn't translate necessarily into better tequila. I would say I maxed out tequila like a forty dollar bottle. I like Avion. I had a some Avion with day. It was really good. But like vodka, there's nothing wrong with Tito's. You can get a bottle of Tito's for twenty bucks. And Tito's tastes good. Yep. Milag- uh I think the only tequila I drank like in excess was uh Milagro. Like Milagro's really good. I like that one. That one's a thirty dollar bottle. Yeah, that's like the, the perfect spot for like a tequila. 30, you can get good bucks. tequila for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. One of my favorite. It's called a. I think it's like tequila chihuahua or something. It's twenty two dollars and it's delicious. And that's where I'm saying if just because something's seventy five dollars doesn't automatically mean oh yeah it's going to be that much better. Well, well and with, with alcohol too, like the more expensive it get, it's, it usually means like a, it's smoother. And I feel like once you get to a certain amount of smoothness with tequila, it stops being tequila. It's just vodka. <laughs> like it has to have a little bit of a bite can you gotta we, be able to taste some of that agave can we make uh gaista's tequila and try and beat jordan absolutely what if we sell it at ten dollars more than him oh no just yeah i was gonna say literally one dollar more <laughs> no no we sell it at 23 cents more there you go that's it that's the winner <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the reposado is forty five cents more, <laughs> but only for one year. Uh, oh wait, who do I map to? Um, Phil Jackson in this one. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the mastermind George behind Carl. it all, George Carl. George Carl. <laughs> He's like one seed of the whole thing. You're George Carl, Josh. You're the one that like would not go and. Sit down with Adrian if, if you saw him at a restaurant. Yeah, you uh, would walk right past him. No, that is so like, dumb, dude. I can't guy. believe. How did George Carl not learn from the Isaiah Thomas thing? That Jordan it's, really doesn't like it, but you don't exchange pleasantries with him. Because he's George Carl. He's not a coach anymore. <laughs> so He bad, also probably dude. didn't care. He was just like, oh, we're going to beat this guy. Like everybody else thought. And then they got fucking doomsday. <laughs> Yeah, Man. it's kind of weird that there's never a point, um, or maybe there's like a, a a lot of different points, but they never mean what people think it means. Like, there's a lot of uh, God bleeds moments in Michael Jordan's history. Like, there's a lot of times where someone was like, oh, we saw that he was human. And then he just shows everyone that he's definitely not. Yeah, It's crazy how many times you hear that same story from the opponents. 
Well, and to watch to watch Charles Barkley like I don't know make himself feel okay with it like I don't know losing to Jordan isn't like it's not a bad thing. And but you could tell that he was like lying to himself when he said like he was trying to convince himself that like no it was okay that I lost to this this thing like not a person. Yeah, he's, well, he has he's to bigger tell him it's okay. But well, it, he funny. has to tell him it's okay because then it's his fault he never got a championship out of it. So I mean, he's it trying is, to it just just well, yeah. yeah. But to me, it, yeah, it's kind of funny. Dream Team documentary. The, the team one? I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah, I love like at the end of it, Charles Barkley's like, you know, I never won a championship, but I talked to Ginobili and I talked to Tony Parker and I talked to Dirk, and they all said the Dream Team made them fall in love with basketball. So I take a lot of pride in that, and I'm like, dude, I'm whatever, whatever makes you feel. But also, like, no one, no one's <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> talking about literally everyone else on the team. They're talking about Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've I've got like a, a final quick question for all of y'all. Is any one of the greats like you can name the top fifty NBA players? I, I think that's that's a little bit more generous than than needs to be, but it still kind of fits. I think any one of the top fifty NBA players in like the history of the game, um, do they get to Jordan's level with Jordan's work et- work ethic? Like is the only thing missing that fucking weird drive, that that flip a switch mentality, that that need to be better than the other the other guy, uh, are all of them talented enough? Like at that level, at that super high top tier echelon of basketball players, if they all had that drive, would any one of them be able to reach the levels that Jordan reached? I think Charles Barkley could have if he had that drive. He had incredible mm. incredible natural talent, dude. He was fat. Well, Shaq too. Ate terribly, but I mean, Char- but Charles Barkley could jump out the gym, and he was only like six five, and he was fat. And he, I just imagine he if he actually like made. Five? Yeah, ima- also, imagine. Also, is if he, he your made- hero because you keep saying he's fat? <laughs> well, because like, like we really the first time. fat. Because I mean, how can no, you be no. that talented and be fat? It's insane. Wait, so like, how can you be that athletically gifted and be fat? Wait, so like, it, that's just it, shows like a drink again, take a shot every time Josh says fat. I have a question. I have a question, Joseph. So, like, in this hypothetical. Wait, wait. Are you answering his question with a question? No, no, no. I I (laughs) want to make a a, like a a solid um, answer, and I want to make sure. So, in this hypothetical, do you take it away from Jordan? Yes, no question. Yeah, no. I take it away. I take it away from Jordan for sure. Okay, then take it away. So, so here's the thing. Joseph took Jordan stuff and put it in the Jordan secret stuff bottle. Yeah, and you get to hand (laughs) that to one player. Okay, and you get you get like lard from Charles Barkley's like last few meals, and you give that to Jordan, and that just fucks him up. No, no, no. I would say for sure Charles then, and then. And the only other person that like is, I don't know, just built in such a way that like all they need is the work ethic. And I don't know how much better it makes him is LeBron. Like, I, yeah, I think if, that, if LeBron were there, a psychopath, yeah. he would be Michael Jordan. Yeah, but he's oh, like he'd a be normal better than person. Michael Jordan, dude. He'd be better than Michael Jordan if he had that psychopath. Thing. I think yeah, so. he had I that agree. type of psychopathy. I, but those are the only yeah, because he is yeah. he is physically better than I think anyone in the league. He yeah. has more natural talent. I will say, naturally, he is a better basketball player, and athletically and physically, he's just a better human specimen. So I, I think if he had that same drive, he, he would. Well, I'm, I would argue in some ways he already has some. I don't want this is a long ass combo, anyways. But I think in some ways he's already surpassed Jordan, but he's never going to pass him in championships and just that that iconic factor. But I would argue that. LeBron has already done it in some ways. Um, well, also, he doesn't need to. Like, I think the thing that no one really takes into account is just personality-wise, I think 
LeBron already feels super certain that he's better of a of a human than Jordan. Like well, well, as a human, well, yes, well, I think 100%. that's the thing, right? Like, and you, that means that it, means more to him. What you grade yourself cool. on is how you how you look at yourself in the mirror, right? Your so question is, was championships. Is it how you grade yourself? Yeah, how you grade yourself, right? Right. So, like, if you're gonna say, like, yeah, I'm already like at the pinnacle because I'm a good human. And does that mean like I'm better at my goal? Isn't on the he court? putting like thousands of kids through school every year for free? Like, yeah, Jordan would never do that because he... take away from him. Yeah, Fuck them yeah. Kids. I think Jordan. I'm pretty sure Jordan's doing the same shit. He's just like not a, as big of a scale, and he's like not as good of a PR man for himself. Yeah. Um, what about uh, like the people that were on the fringe uh, of just winning a championship altogether? Like. I feel like one of the biggest injustices is that Allen Iverson doesn't have a championship because I fucking love that dude. See, I feel like he already had that drive. I feel like he was just as much of a psychopath as MJ. I think he, he did not. I think he, he had the of... talent. I think he had the drive. I don't think he had the focus. Like to be I able think if to, he would have to, to really, more, he would have gotten there. Yeah, to be he, able to he, really like drill in and say, I need to do these four things to beat this other team. Or like he just cared about people more. <laughs> Because, like, stuff affected him a lot more than, uh... He was, like, the, the Michael AI... Jordan of that Turkey Basketball League, though. Well, I mean, AI loved his teammates, and he, he felt like a brotherhood with all of his teammates, even if they were shit. So, I don't think he was able to demand the excellence uh, out of his teammates okay, that Jordan okay. could That's have. That's a good take. That's a good time. I think that's. I think that was AI's downfall. He was just too good of a of a bro. Yeah, I don't like, think anybody else goes around. after their teammates the way Jordan did. It, it but you should. know, it, it, Will Purdue was on. I want to say either Rich Eisen or Dan Patrick's show, and uh, Will Purdue and the, and they. I think it was. I, I wish I remember who who it was, but the host asks Will Purdue, "Do you need to have, or does a leader need to have that Jordan mentality?" In order to get the best out of his teammates and to have that type of success, and it will produce like, well, I thought that was true after playing with Michael, but then when I got traded to San Antonio and he got to be around Dave Robinson, Tim Duncan, I figured out there's other ways to do it. And well, he's like, and Tim well, Duncan, that's, that's just leadership in general, though. Yeah. Like, there are different approaches. But the other thing is, yeah. you can afford to to not be the ass chewer when if you step out of line even for a second. You got like this crazy old man that's gonna yell at you and call you all kinds of crazy names. Yeah. And so like, I think the oh, the yeah, other thing right. is like, expectations. Like Jordan expected everyone to do well, but he didn't ever communicate that to them unless he was yelling at them. Whereas Popovich very much knows like you're gonna do the absolute best you can, or I'm gonna think. But you didn't. but to that point though, Tim Duncan displayed the leadership by allowing Pop to do that kind of the stuff that he would do to the twelfth man on the bench. Tim Duncan was okay with Pop doing that to him as well because he wanted to show everyone else, hey, if he can if he can chew my ass out for something, nobody else yeah. should be able to say shit because so, I'm well, taking my, like one of my favorite Popovich yeah. stories is Avery Johnson told it unfortunately, but he says Robinson, <laughs> Robinson came off the floor and Popovich looks at him and says, "How were you ever an All Star?" Completely serious, <laughs> and this is like twelve years into his career. He's like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" And then he said afterwards, he took us aside and he said, "Here are the mistakes you made. Like these are things rookies don't even mess up. I don't understand how you, with All Star, could do this." But like the way he said it, was just like, "How were you ever an All Star?" Yeah. Well, it, I, there's like a ton of apocryphal stories like that. Where I, one of my favorites is kind of in the same vein, but more on the player side of being that humble and being that able to take criticism, or just like I don't know. 
use it as a tool. Like I, I feel like the, that kind of identity uses everything as a tool to get better, not just making people uh, better around you so you have better competition. Like Tim, I, th- I think one of the funniest stories, uh, it might have been uh, Kerr. I don't know if it was Kerr or Brent Berry. might have been Brent Berry. One of them was talking about how they got to San Antonio and everyone was taking like the, the team bus from uh the hotel like to the practice facility (laughs) and he wasn't sure why that was the case because they could have just driven themselves and uh everyone's like well we just do it because tim does it and tim got asked like well why don't you drive yourself to the practice he's like oh we can do that like he just didn't know (laughs) that that he could drive himself (laughs) so like everyone has just been taking like the team bus which was like mostly for rookies that were just getting acclimated to like moving to a different city or something um but yeah, he he built that culture. That I think the Spurs are, or that that championship team is for sure the house that Tim built more so than Michael Jordan building the team around his championship like guys. Mm, I don't know. I don't know that Scottie well, Pippen becomes Scottie Pippen without someone I, like Michael. He definitely doesn't. He definitely doesn't. Oh yeah, one hundred percent doesn't. You can see how quickly that shit falls apart. Like when Jordan is gone for that year. And they were talking about how good things were going when Scotty was just kind of the man de facto, but they all still had that drive that Jordan had instilled in them. But then after a year, it kind of wears off. And I think the kind of culture that Tim kind of put in place, along with uh, David and Pop, is still the culture of the Spurs. Like there's still guys that, oh, but but then they're not they're not as good. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That culture would have fallen apart too if it wasn't for Tim, like showing up and practicing. Yeah, he literally just shows up at the practice facility. Yeah, and then and then he becomes a coach, (laughs) right? Like there's there's a through line there that just wasn't there with with Michael in those couple years. He doesn't give a fuck about you. (laughs) Yeah, like the current leadership in San Antonio's players is so abhorrently garbage and terrible that Tim Duncan was like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I need to show back up. <laughs> Josh is booting us. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, all I see, all I see is an ass right now. <laughs> now, this is, this is good. Reminiscing about uh, Spurs basketball for a little but, while. So, so going to like looking at the championships and one thing i noticed is like there's there's these dynasties and like if you think about these dynasties is like these are the good guys that are like being able to have these stories and essentially like be able to to write like their myths and in, into like our memories like michael jordan and, and those bulls teams one of the things that i i really really do like about san antonio is that they never had consecutive titles so I think outside of San Antonio, everyone just thinks of us as the villains because there's these great stories that are like either about to to start and it's going to be another dynasty or like some sweet end and to some career, and then the Spurs just show up and ruin. I mean, that. have you seen any Game of Zones episode? <laughs> or just the Jackie Moon? We were the bad guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah, they, I think the Sports Illustrated wrote an article about uh, when, when Tim Duncan retired. They called Tim Duncan the ultimate villain. Because he got in the way of like the Dirk and Nash team possibly being the a Lakers. Dynasty. He the got Lakers in, going for four. He yeah. got in the way of the Lakers going for four. He got in the way of uh, the Steve Nash seven seconds or less Suns becoming we, a championship. We fucking swept LeBron the yeah, first time we got LeBron. to the finals. <laughs> like, there's so many good stories. Yeah, 
broke up the heatles. Also, so yeah. here's the thing. Is that why Kobe and LeBron aren't in the same like discuss well they're in the discussion but like they're not they're clearly not the goat. Yes, dude. Spurs came yes. and ruined that four peat and yeah. ruined LeBron's first yeah. series. Cuz I'm looking I mean I've been all these classic games have been shown on TV, man. I saw the championship game between the Pistons and the Lakers. Kobe was awful. Like he played so poorly. Um, game six against the Spurs in 03 when, we, when, when the Spurs made their championship run. Kobe was awful. He was bad. He was bad that whole series pretty much. And then LeBron, 07 against the Spurs in the finals, terrible. Uh, was it 2009 against the Celtics? Terrible. I mean, 2010 before he left Cleveland the first time? Terrible. And so it's like, well, also, yeah, Jordan also had bad games. He never had bad series like that. I don't think Tim ever had a, a terrible game. I think he had like bad decisions and there was bad moments in a game, but in, in mm-hmm. the, all of the finals in uh, like if any deep run in the playoffs, he'd never like just didn't show up to a fucking game. Um, and I, I think you could say that Kobe may have shit the bed a few times. Oh, four, especially sheesh, man. He was so bad. Shout out I, to all the Lakers fans listening. Fuck the Lakers. All, all like one of them. Josh. I don't know. Adrian said we streamed like eight terabytes of data the other day. That was just me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is going on here? I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Al, uh, Andre, does Alec listen to the show? No. I tell him every Wednesday when we get off Destiny, I'm like, I got to record the pod. He's like, what pod? I was like, dude, we had this discussion a dozen times. Uh, is Alec still a Lakers fan or no? Because Kobe. No, man. He was always a Kobe play. fan. Just like I'm a Clippers fan now. I thought you were a Mavs fan. I mean, I'm, I root for both. Just whatever makes Josh angrier that day. I'm a I'm a Vegas fan. Uh, Vegas that's Spurs. Spurs are, that's where the Spurs are moving. Yeah. To. That's where all of San Antonio's teams are going. <laughs> hey man, can we talk about how Seattle needs to get a team back? Unless it's the Spurs. I mean, I we think we're all in agreement that next like week. Seattle needs to get a team back. End of conversation. Uh, they should just move OKC back. I mean, why not? Everybody hates Oklahoma anyway. And just like that, this has been Flat Circle from the Gaysis <laughs> Podcast Network. Remember to be yourself, just like everyone else, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Appreciate that, Joseph. Had to keep it real.